love the skit guys. Uh, today we begin our Christmas series called Christmas Dilemma. Uh, we'll be looking at uh, uh, the Christmas story uh, and through the eyes of, of, of different people in it and, and the dilemmas that uh, arise in their lives. Today we're going to be looking at Joseph. Uh, if you have your Bibles, and I hope you do, uh, turn to Matthew chapter 1. And uh, we'll be getting into the story there. Uh, Joseph, um, uh, he, he was a, a man just like us. Uh, he, he lived and breathed. He, there, was, there was nothing, he wasn't a, a special, special person. And we're, we're going to see that in the life of Mary's too. Uh, Joseph was, was a carpenter. A carpenter from Nazareth. Uh, we don't know a whole lot of details about Joseph, but but we know that uh, uh, in the story we we get glimpses of him and and the kind of man he was. So uh, today, as as we look at that and we think about him, and we know that he was a carpenter. You know, uh, carpenters back then were kind of the same as as they are now. I mean, if you're a carpenter, you're you're the kind of guy who's going to measure it twice, so you only have to cut it once. Amen. Uh, he he was a planner. Uh, if you're if you're a carpenter, you have to have a plan in in what you're going to do and and and, and how to build what what is what what needs to be built. So uh, this is the kind of man that that Joseph was. He was a planner. He he figured things out and uh, he ha- had had a way in which he he wanted to go. Uh, have you ever tried to put, uh, especially Christmas time, you ever tried to put uh, something for the kids together that said uh, some assembly required? Anybody? You ever been there? Have you ever had any pieces left over? <laughs> uh-huh. Well, well, Joseph, it, when he when he w- would do that, when he built that, and he had pieces left over, that would have drove him crazy. All right, uh, that's the kind of man that he was. So as we look at him, uh, we understand that that he had a plan. He he, he had an idea of, of what his life uh, was going to be. Uh, Joseph Joseph uh, he was betrothed. He had uh, to marry, and uh, they were about to to start this life together and build a family. Uh, but sometimes, uh, are you with me? Uh, sometimes. God changes our plans, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Uh, Can you imagine uh, this Christmas dilemma for Joseph? As his whole world is turned upside down, all of his hopes, all of his plans were shattered when he finds out that his fiancée is pregnant. So let's look at Matthew chapter 1, starting in verse 18 and going through uh, 25. And the Bible says this. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ took place in in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. And her husband, Joseph, being a just man, and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, 
Do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for that which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. But she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And this took place to to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophets. Behold, the virgin shall shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him, and he took his wife, but knew her not until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. Let's pray. Father, as we've read your word, now we pray that you would soak it into our hearts. Lord, that you would reveal it to our our minds and our souls. Lord, and that you would use it uh, to encourage us, strengthen us, and move us uh, to be in your will. Lord, we love you. We thank you so much for this time. It's in Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. I, I love the way that God gives us the descri- description of Jesus' birth uh, in the Gospels. We, we find uh, Jesus' birth here in Matthew, Matthew but also in, in Luke. Uh, we see that uh, the, the pro- prophecies about the, the coming Messiah being fulfilled, but we also see that uh, God, in, in bringing Jesus, is bringing him to be fully God, fully divine, and also fully man. This Matthew account is, as we see it from Joseph's perspective uh, and through his family genealogy, as you look there in the beginning of chapter 1, you you see the genealogy that that Joseph's family was descended descended from David and, and his family actually came from the line of Solomon. Uh, and a, as we look at, at their lineage and his timeline, uh, Jesus would be adopted into this side of the family. He would be adopted through, uh, through Joseph's line back to David. But the genealogy in Luke, you will find, is a little bit different. And it, it comes from Mary's perspective and her family. Her family lineage also led back to David and, uh, and, and through David's son, Nathan. So Jesus is doubly, doubly can trace back his lineage to the house of David, uh, which, which, which brings forth all, all the uh, prophecy, but it, it also shows us that Jesus is physically, through man, re- tied back to the house of David, which um, brings forth the prophecy, but he's also adopted line back there as well. Luke's account through the story of Mary uh, is awesome in how it uh, points us to the divine power of God's amazing grace uh, through Jesus' birth. In in Luke chapter 1, verse uh, 28, Mary is greeted by angel, which calls Mary the favored one. 
This is a great insight for us to acknowledge that God's favor was on Mary, but the favor of God placed on Mary was not because of anything special she had done. It wasn't because anything uh, that she was different about her than, than any other young lady is that but God had chosen her. And, she, and then she freely received the gift uh, of God's presence in her life, and, and she took on the dilemma which would come forth And Mary said, Behold, I am a servant of the Lord. Let it happen to me according to your word. In in that statement, Mary is is giving a faith-filled acknowledgement that her belief in God and what he can do, that she would be the one to bring forth God's Son, just believing in him. It is similar to our lives as we think about our salvation and, and, and how uh, the gift of salvation is freely given to us by the grace of God. Romans 10.9 says, Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is the Lord and, and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. Glory to God. But today, as, as we focus on Joseph's dilemma, we want to put ourselves in, well, his sandals, right? We, we, want, we want to look at his life and, and think about him and, and what he was going through as he faced this dilemma. When he finds out that his fiance is, is pregnant, and and when when you find out news that just rocks your world, uh, there there's things that happen to us. Amen. Uh, we are emotional creatures, and and even though the Bible doesn't tell tell us this, you can just know that that Joseph went through this. You know, he had to feel a sense of great betrayal. He he had to feel hurt. He had to know what anger, to be angry over the situation. He had to be sad. Oh, of course, he was embarrassed. Everybody was going to be talking about this. He was confused. He had to be frustrated. All of these things were upon him. And, and all, all of these emotions are, are, are legitimate feelings. Joseph had lived a life of character, of integrity. He, he had worked his whole life and he had planned and he, he had reached the moment in his life where, where he was about to, uh, to, to start this, this marriage, to start a family. He, they, they were about to, to move into this opportunity, this, 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 this highlight of his life where he was going to have this marriage festival and, and the people would become and they would have this great party and they, they would do the ceremonies and, and, and it was going to be awesome and then at the end of it he was going to have this honeymoon amen guys amen all right this was one of the this is the greatest highlight one of the greatest highlights of his life but in this moment, as, as he is prepared for this, as, as he's longed for this, as, as he's moving to this, in one moment, all of that is shattered. In one moment, he is told, Mary's pregnant. And he's smashed. 
At this moment, uh, there, there's two things that can happen here. Uh, there, there's the Jewish law, and, and Joseph has to make a decision. He, he can dissolve the, the marriage quietly, or he can take them, uh, the marriage to, uh, to the synagogue and let the leaders handle it. Um, but such a great offense as, uh, as cheating on your betrothed husband in those days, if you brought them before the council, then surely they would stone them and kill them. But verse 19 shows us the kind of man that Joseph was. Verse 19, it says, And her husband Joseph, being a just man and willing, unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Joseph was a compassionate man. Uh, biblical scholar uh, D.A. Carson put it, put it, puts it this way. He says, Because Joseph was a righteous man, he therefore could not in good conscience marry Mary who was now thought to be unfaithful. And because such a marriage would have been an admission of his own guilt, meaning if he went ahead and married her, then people would automatically assume that that he was the baby's father. But also because he was unwilling to expose her to the disgrace of a public divorce, Joseph, therefore, chose a quieter way, permitting, permitted by the law itself. The law allowed for a private divorce before two witnesses. That is what Joseph proposed. It would leave him both with his righteousness and also conform with the law but keep his compassion intact. So do you, do you see here Joseph's dilemma? Do you, do you see that in an instant all of his plans have been ruined? Uh, but he has a choice to make in, in how he's going to deal with the situation. He, he could divorce her public, which would have led to, to total shame and, and even death in her case. He could go ahead and, and quietly marry her, but that would be admitting that, that he uh, was the baby's father. And then that would bring also uh, shame upon him and, 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 and in their village and he, they would be shamed for the rest of their lives. So Joseph decided that he didn't want the shame put on him and he didn't want the shame put on her. So he would divorce her quietly. And that moves us to verse 20 and it says, But, but as he considered those things, as he worked out this plan, this action, something happened. Have you, as, as people, we, we all have plans, right? Uh, Proverbs 19.21 says, Many are the plans in the mind of man, but it is the purpose of the Lord's that will stand. Uh, God has given us this 
amazing life. And he's given us these bodies with these minds and, and our souls. And, and in our bodies, we have uh, a uniqueness. We have purpose. He, we, have, we have gifts and talents. And, 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 and we have dreams. We have plans. Amen? And, and, but in all of our plans, we need to understand one thing, that God's sovereign rule is going to prevail. God, God's will is, is going to shine through in, in the history of the world. So, so there in verse 20 and 22, it goes on and says, But as he considered these things, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear to take Mary as your wife, for which is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, and he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophets. In the midst of Joseph making his dreams, in the midst of him making his plans, God now reveals to him his plan. And his plan is for Joseph and Mary to be the earthly father and mother of his son. God has chosen Joseph to be the earthly father of the Christ, of the Messiah. No pressure there, Joseph. But what a purpose. Amen? Listen, my friends, uh, please understand that uh, in this time that God has given us to be on this planet, uh, we have the opportunity to, to make choices. We have the opportunity to make plans. But in the midst of our plans, in the midst of our dreams, in the midst of, of our lives, life happens. Uh, you, you know, there's going to be a time, and I don't know about you, but there's going to be a time where I make a mistake. I am so amazed that my family didn't give me an amen on that. There's going to be a time in your life where you make a mistake. I'll amen that. There's going to be a time where, where things happen in, in this life that we don't have control over. There, there are times in this life that, that things come upon us that we don't want. There, 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 there is evil in this world, and, and because of evil, sometimes that comes into our worlds, amen? And we don't have anything to do with that, but, but the outlash of the evil in the world comes upon us. There are things in this world that we don't want any part of, but we still have to deal with, like sickness and disease, amen? These are things that come into our lives that, that we don't want, but they change our worlds. And you can't help it. You can't affect it. You can't change it. But there's something that you can do. There's something that all of us can do in this world, and that is to know and put our hope and trust in the Lord in the midst of the storms of this life that are going to come upon us. We can trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 through 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all ways acknowledge him and he will make, your, make straight your path. 
the path for Mary and Joseph just got a lot tougher. It wasn't going to be an easy task. There was going to be shame. There was going to be ridicule, ridicule upon them. But above all that, they were given purpose. God was making their path straight. In facing the hardships and that were going to come upon them, they had a greater purpose, a greater good for the things that they were happening to them. They were to bring forth and raise up the Christ, which was to save the world from sin. Verse 21 through 23 says, She will bear a son, and you shall give his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has spoken by the prophets. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, meaning God with us. That last part, that last scripture there, 23, is a quote from Isaiah 7. Isaiah 7, uh, 14 shows, shows, shows us that. Behold, a virgin will conceive and bear a son, and you should call him Emmanuel. You know that, uh, uh, that Isaiah passage uh, was spoken some 700 years before Mary and Joseph lived. 700 years, and the people were looking for the Messiah to come. 700 years, and they were looking for the life of Jesus. 700 years, and and here comes Jesus to fulfill all the prophecies. And when you look at the prophecies in the Bible that Jesus fulfills, and he fulfills all of them, it is amazing, it's overwhelming, as you see the evidence of Jesus being the Christ, the Messiah, our Savior. But greater than even that, to me, is this. The way that the people who come to know Christ, who come to believe in Christ, how they live their lives. And you think about this, and we look at this life, and we look at Joseph, and we look at Mary, and how they turned to live a life of purpose through Christ and God, and when they, God gave them purpose. It changed their lives com- completely. This whole story has been about Joseph's dilemma, about Joseph's struggle, about his doubts and, and his dilemma and, the, and the, his plans and, and, and what he would do and what his life was supposed to be and now how it changed and how he had to make the decision on what to do with, with Mary and what he had planned to do. But now in verse 24 and 25, we see something completely different. We see that... that that when Joseph woke from his sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she gave birth to a son, and he called his name Jesus. There's something kind of real subtle in, in, in that scripture that we, we just... We, we, we don't even think about it. We just pass right over. But we see that, that Joseph awoke from his sleep. But not his dream. Because in his dream, God gave him, God revealed to him 
his purpose, his plan. There was all kinds of dilemma that, that Joseph had to consider here. And there, there, was, there was tons of fear. There's tons of, of shame, reproach, judgment all over him. He, I'm surely, unsurely, he had doubt. But in hearing and believing God, he found his purpose. He knew his plan. And Joseph changed his mind. Joseph, Joseph's heart was, was turned and, and, and now it was burdened not for, for his plan and his family and his life, but it was burdened to fulfill God's plan in his life. Joseph moved forward in obedience to God Joseph was just a man. He was just flesh and blood. He had a mind and a spirit just like we do. But he continued and he moved forward through the doubts and through the fears. He moved forward, not allowing those fears and those doubts to, 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 to depress him, to not do what God had told him. He trusted in the Lord. And God used him to raise up his own son. In hearing this story this morning, I need to ask you a question. Where are you today in your life? Where, where are you? Has, has God revealed to you the truth? Have you been walking through this life? Have you been conflicted in your spirit, looking to the light, but also being pulled in the darkness? Have you been trying to play both sides of this life and it's just not working for you? Are you here today? Are you seeing in the word of God that God has a purpose and a plan? Do you understand that God loves you so much that he moved heaven to earth and that Jesus, Jesus, in coming to earth and living his life and dying upon the cross for you, uh, overcome all the sin and shame that the world has upon us. Do you, do, you see, do you see, do you realize how much God loves you and how much he has done to bring you to himself so that you can have life and have a life more abundantly? Are you here today and, and you've never given your life to Jesus Christ? Have you never believed in your heart that he is the Lord? Have, have you never come to that moment where you confessed your sins and said, I need you, Lord, take my life, lead me? Well, here in just a few moments, we're going to give you the opportunity to come and find salvation. Maybe you're here today and you've known the Lord for a long time, but through this life you've kind of lost your way. Not saying that you're a bad person or anything, you're just not fulfilling your purpose. You know, as, as we look at this story and we see that Joseph and Mary had a great purpose, God had a great plan to move them forward. Brothers and sisters, let me tell you what. God has a great purpose. He's got a great plan 
for each and every one of our lives. Let me tell you that there are heavenly tasks for each and every one of us to fulfill. That's why God gave us the church. You are not meant to be a sideline Christian. You're supposed to get in the game. In fact, you're a starter. God has a purpose. He's got a plan for your life. And he's, he, he wants to move forward his kingdom through you. But if you allow doubts and fears to hold you down and hold you back, you're not going to know the fullness of joy that God gave. Can you imagine Joseph and all that he went through all the strife, all the shame that was placed upon him, the people talking behind his back, the struggles it was for them just to get to Jerusalem. And then seeing Jesus born. Being part of his life. Protecting him, raising him. Where are you, my friend? What is God calling you to do? Where is God leading you to be? God has a plan, and His plan is for you to be a part of the purpose.